Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tickle Me Comedy Club podcast. My name is Isaac Israel, and I'm uh, here with comedian Anton Knight. Um, we are we are sponsored. Look, Anton's laughing already. We're sponsored. We're sponsored by. Uh, well, today we're here at In Color Studios. Uh, they do terrific uh, video production and uh, and and for a lot of the shows and and and, and the acts that come in town. And uh, we're also sponsored by the Blue Zone Comedy Tour. And uh, um, Dylan Dillagaff is not here tonight, but uh, he'll be with us next week. Uh, Blue Zone Comedy Tour, they, uh, they do tours around the US, comedy tours around the US, uh, and, and most of the comedians are, are comedians living with, uh, with physical disabilities. And so they're sponsoring us as well. So thank you everyone for uh, tuning in. Uh, a little bit about Anton. <laughs> he is a, a, a he is a favorite here in Las Vegas. I mean, he's performed at the uh, uh, Las Vegas Live at the uh, at, at, at uh, Planet Hollywood. He's performed at the Laugh Factory, uh, LA Comedy Club, at Valley's LA Comedy Club, at, at the Strat, and uh, you know he tours around in the West Coast, uh, Ontario Improv, the world famous Comedy Store. And so he's here with us tonight. Yeah, uh, this shit that I forgot I did. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, I guess I did all that shit. Okay. So I, I brought I brought Anton in because when I first moved to Vegas, about, I don't know, it was like ten years ago. He gave me an opportunity, my first opportunity, to perform uh, at an open mic here, and like, so. My, I guess my performance was so bad that the, the place closed down and now it's a strip club. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the other place? Like Oracle or something? Was that Oracle? Yeah, yeah, it was Oracle. Yeah. Yeah. It was a strip club and they changed it to what we had it and then after you performed it went back to the strip club. They figured they would get more money with titties out than yeah. you doing what you was doing. But it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, we, 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 people were smoking hookah while we were doing comedy. Yeah, yeah. It was a nice venue. Yeah, it was a cool venue, man. It was a cool mm-hmm. spot. Um, I had really, that was like one of the second times that I was hosting a show. Like mm-hmm. I started out hosting mostly before anything else. So, yeah, yeah, I was just one of those, man, yeah, you want to be funny? Yeah, get the fuck up here. I'll let you get but, up here and see what happens. But even back then, like a long time ago, even back then, you were hosting a comedy show, people are there, you know, smoking hookah, hanging out, and you were just so natural and funny and just talking to the people, you know? So, I mean, where does all that come from? My, just life in general, man. Like, I, I talk to people. Like, I, I can't, as a host or as a comic, not acknowledge what's going on around me. So, you know, if a person bombed, I gotta get up there and talk about how the fact you just got up there and fucking bombed. We all seen it. So, yeah. is that? And just, I grew up, you know, playing the Dustins and all of that, talking about people models early, because I was a fat kid, so I was a victim of a lot of bullying. And I ain't gonna fight nobody, so I had to talk about people models. And then people laughed, and they liked me. So that's why I started this shit. So, okay, so we talked about this before the podcast, but when did you first, like, get up on stage, when did you first perform? Oh gosh. Uh, like the first time I performed, uh-huh. okay, yeah. I, got two, I got two first times. Okay, okay, so, so no, I, got, no. I, got, I got two first times. My yeah. very, very first time, I was like 15, and it was in front of like my church. They had like a talent show thing. I went up, I did like maybe, shit, maybe 30 seconds of just something. Uh-huh. It was terrible. People laughed because they didn't want to go to hell. It was a church function. <laughs> But after that, my 
very first time actually doing stand-up stand-up was at a Black Label. Uh-huh. Which is a place on yeah. Sahara, right? Uh, was it Sahara? Or, no, that's Red Label. So that's Red Label. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spring Mountain and uh, Decatur. Was oh, man, you did it in Chinatown. Yeah, yeah. You did it yeah, in Chinatown yeah. the first time. That was the only time. Yeah. But there were no Chinese people there. There were no, there no Chinese all, people all, left in town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was, uh, yeah, it was there. The first time I actually got on stage mm-hmm. at an open mic there. Uh, shout out to Diaz Maggie, man. He's the first person to uh, let me go up, man. I went up. And um, I wasn't horrible, but uh, <laughs> you know, I, he made me work to earn my spot, man. I started off on like real yeah. hard rooms to do, so mm-hmm. you know, that's that's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. You gotta build tough skin doing this shit. It sucks sometimes. So, <laughs> what's the worst room you ever performed in, man? Um, I can't say I've had a. <laughs> I can, but I can't. Dude, if you say it's one of my spots, I will be no, pissed. No, no, no. <laughs> the thing about you is that you don't have a comedy show anywhere. Like, I've done comedy shows that you had in restaurants with people eating eel and shark tail and shit, and I got up big time. But the worst, not the okay, the worst room to do comedy in, which is actually the best room, ironically, to do comedy in. Is at Lumen Lounge. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike P's spot. Lumen Lounge, Mike, Mike P's spot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Shout out to him. Uh, one of the best and worst places to right. come yeah, in yeah. because they crowd could not give a fuck about you at all. <laughs> and you have about eight seconds to make a motherfucker smile in there. Yeah. And if you don't, it's a wrap. <laughs> oh, it's a wrap. I've seen seasoned comics come in there. And just take the biggest L. So, yeah. But I, I come in there and I, I've done, and I'll be there like every, like the show is every Tuesday, and I'll go every Tuesday. Yeah. And there'll be times where I would do well and come the next Tuesday and do terrible. And, and at that point, I'm telling jokes in front of people that know me for being there. So, y'all know I'm funny, but today, on this certain Tuesday, y'all decided not give a fuck. So, it is what it is. So, I, yeah. I can say it's the best and the worst room. To do comedy. No, I would agree because yeah. and, and and okay, you, yeah, you have to hit it out of the park in that room oh, because yeah. if you don't, if it's just mediocre or mediocre and a little funny, then you have Mike P to deal with afterwards because oh, Mike yeah. P, the radio host yes. and also the the guy who runs the room, is you know longtime comedian, yeah. and so he'll come up. He's the host. He will just rip on your yeah. set yeah. for the like. Old time. Yeah, 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 for a good, like, and call, he'll call for a good back time. your terrible shit. Yeah. And he's done it to me. Mike is such an asshole, man. My big brother in comedy, love him to death, but Mike is an asshole when it comes to that. He's done it to me. But, you know, that's a rule now to either make or break you, man, for real. Especially if it's comedy shit. You yeah. gotta know what it feels like to bomb, especially when you've had so many successful shows and you think you're funny. Okay. Come to the Lounge on Tuesday night. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> the fun, yeah, I've had, I've had like uh, people, like performers on the strip, or even in downtown. They've asked me, "Hey, where can I go that has a crowd tonight?" And like, there's nothing late. And I say, "Hey, why don't you go to Mike P's room?" And these are people are getting paid to be on the strip. They're getting paid downtown, right? Yeah. And they go into there. They bomb. They and they're pissed at me. They're yeah. pissed at me. They're pissed at Mike. Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, you should have brought your A game." Don't bring like, uh, yeah. you know, don't, don't, 
you can't, so you can't come in there with a, I'm a seasoned comedian and I have this set routine that I do that works everywhere that I go and I do, fuck all that. They don't want none of that. They don't want none of that. So you just gotta be real when you come in there. If you can, yeah. if you can work out a joke, cool, but you gotta disguise your material in there. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just go like, you know, yeah. it. some rooms you can do that. Mm-hmm. Louis, you can't. You can't. Yeah. And you can't never do it. <laughs> I never work out new jokes in that room. Yeah. It, and, and, but it, built, it builds you. It, it does. Builds it, builds, it builds your character and it, it, it gives you what you need in it. You know, you need to know what rejection feels like doing comedy. Because if you don't, you can do so many shows so great and people at places where people come to laugh. Yeah. So they're they're ready to just give you the benefit of the yeah. doubt. Right, right. You know, I like his shirt, he's funny. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got great stage presence and all that shit. Man, that shit don't matter at Little Lounge. We wouldn't have the microphone go yeah. out, we wouldn't have the lights get cut off in the middle of <laughs> sets and shit. So you just gotta be able to deal with what's going on around you, period. The cool thing though about Mike P is even though he'll rag on your set, like the following week or the week after, you know, I'll ask him if I could go on again, and he'll be like, "Yeah, come on on," you know. And then I'll ask him if I can bring people, and then yeah, he lets him. He, oh, he yeah. lets him go on stage and stuff like that. Yeah, you bring yeah. people. Bro. He acts like he doesn't want to bring them on stage, but he brings them on stage yeah. anyway because he knows yeah. he's gonna rag on them. Oh yeah, <laughs> the show. And I have conversations with him. I'm like, "You're really funny about to put this dude." Uh, <laughs> he'll just be like, "I'm just see what he don't do." <laughs> so that's 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 how it is. So, you know, everybody has their own style. Uh, everybody has the, the, their own way of thinking about, like, how I'm going to go there, how I'm going to be funny and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you don't have to share this if you don't want to on this podcast, but oh, there's, there's fans, there's fans, yes, you know, yeah. here. And, and so, like, what is it? What's Anton Knight's secret? My secret. To being, to being super funny on stage all the time. I just, I, I, feel, I feel the room out, you know. When I first started, it was like, I guess people would call it like a ritual. It's like, I, can, I never can sit down before I do a show. Like, I, I'm always, I have like, it's built up energy. Yeah. So I'm always right. kind of like walking around or whatever. Uh-huh. And I'm just kind of feeling the room or whatever. And I never, and I know I've told you, like, mm-hmm. I never know what I'm going to talk about before I get on stage. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Never know. Uh-huh. Doesn't mean I don't write, doesn't mean that I don't yeah. you know, have shit. But it's just that, okay, I'm going off with a vibe, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm either ride that way or I'm create my own. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I guess my my ability to just be in the moment, yeah. you know, and just trust myself is, I guess it's a secret or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I go where the crowd leads, you know. Yeah. So sometimes, like, uh, like I, I look forward to your sets because, like, they're, they're like these three bits that you have that I always look forward to, right? But, but, but I know you, you don't plan ahead of time, so I don't know if I'm going to hear the bits when I go see them, you know, or when you come to the club. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, I love the poetry bit, the fried chicken bit, you know. Oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> fried chicken bit. So, so, okay. So uh, I think Anton, uh, when he was coming up in the comedy world, he would do, uh, he would do rooms that uh, that didn't have comedians in there. It had like 
artists and poets and singers and things like that. And, uh, and he's real, <laughs> he, like, because he got exposed to that, he'd be like the only comedian performing in a room like that. Yeah. Like, he, he, <laughs> he put together a poem, and now he used it in his comedy. He said, well, like, what was the poem? Was the poem was, uh, okay, so what happened was, I was doing, it was actually like a poetry and like R&B type show. You think that I would have a poem memorized, <laughs> but I don't. But what happened was the vibe was just so sexy in the room. And so I had to like break the monotony up. Cause it's like, okay, here I am. I'm coming up, I'm supposed to be funny. I gotta be funny after somebody just did a whole three minutes of how they wanna just fuck shit out of somebody and made it real romantic. And made it real romantic, yeah. Right, yeah. so it was yeah. like some sexy shit. So, I got up there with that whole same energy, that same mm -hmm. vibe, and I did this poem about something that I really love. Okay. And that something was fried chicken. So I got on and I said, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna keep this same energy. You know, everybody's in a love mood right now. You know, I wanna share with y'all something that I love. And so everybody was snapping and doing all the shit. <laughs> yeah. so, Instead of talking to me, right, this shit. And so <laughs> I went into it. I said, fried chicken, finger licking good. You're my favorite food, yet sometimes misunderstood. I eat you with gravy, potatoes, and a biscuit. And I think to myself, how much better could this get? I love you, fried chicken. You're the best by far. Sometimes I want you so bad I pull over and eat you in my car. They say too much of you is bad for my health, and that's a fact. But I'm addicted to you, fried chicken. I love you like a dope fiend loves crap. <laughs> and, that, and, and, like, and that shit floored me. It made me laugh. I didn't know. I wrote that at the back of the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. yeah. Before you went on. Yeah, yeah. I think it's online. I think I saw that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> years ago, I was back when I had dreads. <laughs> Shit, that's a long time. I'm surprised I still have not memorized that. <laughs> Every time I do that, then I pull my phone out to read. And then, uh, and then you do act outs in your set, and they're, they're so good. Like uh, you do this act, <laughs> you do this act out with your son. Like your son is asking you, your son is asking you what, like what, fourteen times seven is? Oh <laughs> yeah, trying to help my son with his homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, which I still can't help with his homework. This whole like everybody wants to like school their kid from the house thing now. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it at all. He asked me um, what like nine times seventeen was or some shit, and I was just like, "Nigga, you better sound it out." I don't know. I don't want to tell you. I'm not. I'm not that bad. Like, I can teach you how to talk about somebody's mama. I can teach you how to drive, and I can teach you what to say to a woman and make her want to fuck you. But that's it. He's eleven. You don't even know that yet. But I couldn't help him. With times tables, anything past 12, I ain't got it. You know, you got a phone, look it up. Google what the fuck it is. Oh, I can't, I can't do it. You know, I hate that my son asks me questions that I don't know the answer to. 
Because we Google it and we both learn something at the same time. <laughs> you know, if you ask me something, I'll be like, well, let's go to your phone. Let's, let's figure it out together. <laughs> you know, but it sucks because it's like, now he knows that I don't know shit. So it makes him feel that he has done that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> so I have to be like, okay, yeah, I, mean, I was going to tell you that, but I wanted you to research it yourself so you can yeah. do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't trust anybody else's information but your own. Yeah. So that's what I tell them to kind of save face in my heart, but I really didn't know. How has, you know, having a son affected your comedy? Oh man, he's full of shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> her made me laugh. Um, <laughs> like, he's, he's full of just so much, man. Yeah. Like, So I'm constantly like, I can't wait to tell people what the fuck you just did right now. Like, and he's seen me on stage. Like, I've shown him different stuff that people have filmed and all of that. And he's like astounded. Everything I do is like huge to him. Yeah. Which is great. Mm-hmm. You know, so he'll watch it and he'll be like, Dad, you really made me laugh like really hard. Like, really? And I'm like, yeah, 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 that's what I do. <laughs> so get so ready. So you let him watch your stuff. Some of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of it, yeah. Some stuff, yeah. Some stuff that I do that, you know, I'm talking about his mama, I don't let him watch that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but other than that, yeah, he watches, he watches stuff. He's saying, he's saying, he knows I'm on, on YouTube and all of that. Okay, so, Anton, like, you say that you're, uh, you know, you fill out the room. But let's say you have a big show. Let's say it's in a theater, or uh, let's say it's a, let's say let's say it's a Laugh Factory Saturday Night first show, two hundred eighty people. Or let's say you're in a theater. You've Thank done you. you've done those Virginia Beach the shows at Virginia Beach. You're like, what do you do? Like they're expecting an act. So what do you do? I give them an act. Yeah, but give, but you still don't prep or anything. I give people what they want, man. Um, mm-hmm. I can pretty much fill out, you know, if this crowd wants. Crowd work, they want material. Uh-huh. I'm a really good judge of where I like. I'm a chameleon when it comes to that. Yeah, you know, I can adjust to whatever crowd I'm in. Okay, so when you're feeling so, out, so when you're feeling out the crowd, let's say you're the first person, or let's say you're the headliner. Like, what are you thinking in your head? How are you feeling them out? It's gotta be funny. Like, mm-hmm. I see what they're laughing at. I see what they're not laughing at. Uh huh. If I'm opening it up, I see what the host is throwing out there, with her, yeah. what they're digging on with him uh-huh. or her or whatever. And what if you go up? What if you go up? It's a cold room, no host. You're up first. What happens? What do you do? Ooh. I get up there and I do what I can. Uh huh. You know, and, and then you feel them out during your set. Yeah. It only, with me, it only takes. If I make one person uh-huh. laugh. Okay. Laughter spreads. Yeah. So if I get that one person to laugh, mm-hmm. you know. Smart, man. It's, it's gonna spread. I'm gonna keep working on that one motherfucker that's laughing, and I'm gonna make you laugh so hard that the next person, next to you is gonna laugh, and they're gonna, and it's, it's gonna work out that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I made her laugh, so I'm trying to get them to, right now, to laugh. Like, that's where I'm at right now. He's hiding it behind the camera. He wants to laugh. <laughs> so, laughter is, it's just what it is, man. It spreads. When you hear somebody laughing, you wanna immediately know what, what they laughing at? What's so funny? Yeah. You know, so so are you focusing on that person, continuing to talk to her, and then hope, hopefully they'll the, the to a laugh? Right. It's okay. like a, it's like okay, yeah. say I have a crowd of people and uh-huh. I'm only getting something from one section. Yeah. 
I'll just keep fucking yeah, focus in on them. Forget you guys. And I'll, yeah. I'll put that energy there to uh-huh. make them keep laughing. That's going to make me continue to keep wanting to make them yeah. laugh. Because you get energy from right. that energy. So yeah. if I got to draw that, just that little itty bit of blood from that little spot, uh-huh. and then eventually it just it works out. Yeah. You know, and if it don't, fuck it. They got to pay me anyway. So, <laughs> so what do you do? So what I do you got do? it. See, I got it. I'm like, yes. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so what about like what about hecklers? Like what, what do you do? Oh, about I hecklers? love hecklers, man. Uh-huh. I do. I, so I what are your thoughts? Destroy. What are your thoughts when they start going at you? Here's the thing. I really don't give hecklers a reason to go at me. Hecklers come yeah. from comics that yeah. are failing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. If I'm doing a good job, mm-hmm. you really don't get a heckler. Yeah. Every now and again you do, whatever. But I'm the type of person, okay, you want to make yourself a part of the show. Mm-hmm. I'm not only going to make you a part of the show, I'm going to make everybody next to you mm-hmm. a part of what you want to be a part of. And I'm smart your man. whole table up. Yeah. You've seen it. Yeah. People have seen it. I, I, I go for blood. Like, I've had people want to fight me after shows. I've had all kinds of shit. Like, you want to be a part of this shit? Don't don't get it fucked up. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm just yeah. saying. I don't. I didn't start you have doing it. You have the mic. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's the thing that I think that sometimes fuck you never ever mm-hmm. give in to a heckler. A heckler. Mm-hmm. Never. Yeah. I talk about motherfuckers so bad they done got kicked out of shows. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've had people that gave you a ride to the show make you walk home because <laughs> I done fucked her up. Like it's, yeah, I don't, I don't fuck around. So what do you? So what are your thoughts on like crowd work? Like when you're crowd hosting work. a show, crowd work is great. The mm-hmm. thing about it is, as a as a host, you gotta be crowd work mm-hmm. because you gotta get the crowd ready for your act. So mm-hmm. it's not about you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about you bringing your artist up to the best energy that that crowd can give them in order for them to have a successful set. Yeah, you know, and I think a lot of hosts get it fucked up because they out there performing. Yeah. Versus hosting, yeah, you're, you're gonna you're gonna break in the room. You gotta yeah. get them, you know, you, you gotta, gotta get, get them warm. Ready. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. that first act. Exactly. So, so if you're the first act, right? Let's say you're the first act. The host bombs, and yeah. the, and, and and the room is still cold. Yeah. So so then so I then gotta come out and acknowledge that y'all host wasn't shit, uh-huh. and that's what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. You know, and if he mad at that afterwards, yeah. oh well, because what's gonna yeah. happen is he fuck you up, right? He you so, your setup because so they're not warm. Is I acknowledge the fact that y'all hosts ain't shit. So now y'all laughing at the fact that y'all know the hosts ain't shit. Now uh-huh. y'all know that I know. Yeah. So I'm gonna go up there, I'm gonna do what I do, yeah. the host gonna get up, and he's gonna try to go back at me, but it's too late now. You your first impressions are everything. Yeah. You know, I already got the crowd on my side. You might as well bring the next comic up. And the smart host will just bring Dude. the next comic up That's right. after the comic before them did a great set. Exactly. Don't yeah. keep trying to be funny after you <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, you you had your shot. Mm-hmm. Now, if the comic after me doesn't do well, now you get another shot. Yeah, you get another shot. But until yeah. then, shut the fuck up. Bring the next person up. I already yeah. got them ready for the next person. Yep, that's right. That's, that's how right. that works. That's how it works. Levels to this yeah. shit. So now, so now, what's what's uh, happening with your comedy now with this all this COVID and, and everything? My comedy doing now? is on quarantine right now. <laughs> 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 um. I haven't really done okay, so basically, you know, Sislak is pretty much treating Vegas like Diddy did the studio and making the band. Keep opening it up and keep shutting it down again. And we don't 
know, we don't know where the shit is going. So it's I had some shows booked, and once you know he opened up the studio, I did a couple shows, and then he shut the studio back down again. So I'm not doing it, but you know I'm just you know I'm steady, you know working, you know doing what I can. I try to do the whole, you know, go on Facebook Live and just. Uh-huh. Tell you, but it's not the same. Yeah, it's not it's, the same because you're not getting the same reaction. You need the energy. I can't do the little happy face emojis when I say something funny that float up on the phone. I don't want to do that. Yeah, you know, it's it's I'm 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 from the old school now. Like I've been I've been at this over a decade, so I need a crowd of people. Mm-hmm. You know, you have some places now that you know they'll still let you do comedy, and everybody got to have a face mask on and all that, which is cool. I respect it, but you know, just being on that stage and being you know that crowd. It's a, it's a different kind of feeling. So, yeah. you know, right now I'm just I'm chilling. Mm-hmm. Calm um, down. I get back. So, it seems like right now, um, we're you know stand up comedy might be in trouble because there's everything is so politically correct right now, mm-hmm. um, and everything you're saying, you know. People are watching everything you're saying. Comedians are being asked to apologize for stuff that they've said like eight years ago. Um, it's just this movement of like trying to say the right thing all, all the time, and and people people bring their cell phones to like you know comedy shows and they're recording. They're not supposed to be recording, mm-hmm. and then it gets on the news and stuff like that. What, what do you think about all of that? You know? Amen. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really look at it as having to be politically correct or whatever. I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. If I get in trouble for it, fuck it. I said it, it is what it is. Am I gonna apologize for it? No, I mean what I said. Yeah. You know, um, not a diss to anybody that's had to apologize or whatever the case may be, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm the type of person, I say what I mean, I mean what I say. Mm-hmm. You know, I said it, I'm entitled to my opinion and you know, those opinions come with consequences just like vice versa, you know, but you know, as far as that's concerned, and people filming, I've seen comics, you know, trip out with people filming with the phones, and, and you got comics have people put the phone in the lockbox and can't bring the phone in on it. I ain't true. I ain't, I ain't that big. So you gonna film me and put me up and do a please get me the exposure I need. Please film what the fuck <laughs> I'm saying on stage so people can see that I'm fun. That's that's it. I'm not at the stage where I'm working out a new Netflix special and everybody got to put the phone in a little lockbox and do all that shit and leave them. I ain't gonna film this shit. I don't give a fuck. Film it. Can't nobody. My jokes are so personal to me that you can't steal my shit. You know, and that's, that's the challenge as a comic. You don't want, you know, to put material out there that's just, you know, everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about a certain trend in something. Make your material as personal to you as you can. Where when somebody hears it, they know, oh, that's Anton Matt. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, that's whoever, that's such and such. Mm-hmm. So challenge yourself to do that before you just get out there and be like, yeah, hey, yeah, what the ladies at? Yeah, ladies, let me hear uh, you. know, fellas, you know, you take a big shopping and she do like, nobody want to hear all that shit. You know, that's everybody's shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so make it personal. You know, you gotta, it's a, you gotta peel back the layers of who you are in order to be a real comedian. You ever have trouble doing that? Sometimes. Depending on the room, I hold back. You know, it just depends on what's going on. How about on the subject matter? Do you ever have trouble holding back? Like, um, you're talking about your son's mother, uh, or or talking 
I didn't, I didn't even share it. I don't know if you want me to share it. No. I didn't even share the fact that, um, you know, like, uh, Anton is, he has like, a, uh, he has two sides to him, you know. He's worked in corrections I, I, for a long yeah, time. I work in law enforcement. He works in law enforcement, yeah. and, and so, yeah, yeah. But, but at the same time, you know, he's a comedian. Yeah, I do both, because uh, I got bills. <laughs> that's, that's just what the fuck it is. I got, I got bills, and I pay child support. So, comedy ain't paying no money for none of that shit right now. So I had to get a real job. Yeah. But, no, nah, I've been in love for it for, uh, shit, 15 years now, man. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Are you allowed to sit talk about some of that stuff? Or Am I allowed? Like, or, 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 is, or, is have you? Have you? I don't know. I've got in trouble. For saying I, something? Really? Yeah. Like, like, so somebody found out? Like, what happened was I did a bit okay. about my uncle sucking dick for soup when he came oh. to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I know that bit. I know yeah. that bit. Yeah. So it was around when I first started working there. <laughs> and my uncle, like, I was just like, you know, you ever had a family member get arrested, you know, for just for anything. Like, my uncle, like, I got the job as, you know, a corrections officer. And my uncle would get arrested. You know, on purpose, just mm-hmm. so he can come to jail and try to get extra shit because mm-hmm. I worked there. Mm-hmm. And so he came in, and you know, I was like, you know, my uncle come to jail so much that the police let him sit in the front seat <laughs> and he could play with the siren shit. <laughs> so he came in and looked at me, seeing me, he was like, nephew, let me go ahead on and get a couple of extra suits, baby. It's cold out here, baby. I need some suits, baby. It's cold. And I was like, look, you want extra shit? You know, this is my job. You know, I, I gotta. I gotta be professional. You know, if you want extra shit in here, you just gonna have to suck somebody big, like everybody else uh-huh. that comes in to jail for extra shit. Uh-huh. You know, and um, somebody heard that that I worked with, because it ended up getting, it got put up on YouTube, or whatever, and I ended up going through like like this long ass investigation of an investigation. Yeah, yeah, they investigated. What? Yeah, it was crazy. They had to get like city attorneys and like all this shit. It was crazy. And what it was was like they couldn't tell me not to do it. Mm-hmm. I never said, you know, what jail I was yeah. at, never said that. But it was a joke. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a joke. And it just got it got taken so far left. And it was just like, you know, who's your uncle? And when did that happen? And whatever. I'm like, dude, I was born and raised in Vegas. I can tell y'all every family member, every friend that I get mm-hmm. that come in and out of jail. Mm-hmm. Y'all wouldn't let me work nowhere in this motherfucker. Like, yeah. people know what I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't give a fuck. They know who I am. Like, I don't give a fuck. I say what I want to say. I do what I do. I do my job. I come to work. Mm-hmm. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. You know? They know I, I didn't know I was going You know, I've had, you know, officers come to shows. I've had inmates that have come to shows. And they're like, oh, you was one of the funniest motherfuckers in the jail. I didn't know you really did this shit. <laughs> you know? So it's I'm funny. So you make them laugh? You make them laugh? Oh, my God. God. Yeah, I had to. <laughs> I don't make killers laugh. Shit. I don't want to make a killer want to kill. Shit. I don't want to make this nigga laugh so we can all go home. Like, I don't know. I don't fuck around. Dude, have you ever done a show in a prison? No, they won't let me. Um, oh, what? <laughs> they won't let me. Um, God damn. Because it, it's, it's, too, it's, it's too compromising. It's one of those, they still have to see me as. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, there's a conflict there. Now, yeah. if I ever stop working there, mm-hmm. you know, when I get to where, okay, I can do it, I do it all. What if I found another facility that you don't work at? Oh, I would do that shit in a heartbeat. You pay me money to do that shit. I'd do that shit in a minute. Yeah. 
They just can't cavity search me. I don't want to get cavity searched. I'm not stripping down. I don't trust that. Because if you leave, then I'm still in there. I'm not, I'm not dealing with you. Yeah. Yeah, I, would, I would definitely do it. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, it was showing from the crowd killers. <laughs> scared of that shit. You literally killed Yeah, I killed you, killers. <laughs> I killed you with yeah. jokes and these jokes. I was in my closet. I killed you, killers. <laughs> Give me a plastic microphone. So can't shake nobody. <laughs> Changing people in the back of my head. Oh my god. Give me a karaoke microphone. <laughs> so, she's dying. <laughs> so, um, okay. So, with this COVID, you know, there might be a second wave coming. And then people are saying it might be even worse, like the looting and the protesting might be even worse. Like, are, like as a, you know, a law enforcement official, are, are, are you, like, what do you think about that? Are you worried more? Like, and how does your comedy mind deal with it? Man, I ain't worried about that. Mm-hmm. I'm really not. I don't, I don't worry about shit till shit happens to me. Honestly. <laughs> like, that's, that's how most people that's think. That's how that's I live in. Like, not even that, uh-huh. because that just makes it really sound dismissive. Okay. okay. And I don't want to sound right. like I don't uh-huh. give a fuck. Like, I do. Uh-huh. But the thing about it is, when it comes to. You know, especially like the COVID thing and all that, man. It's the flu, people. It's the flu. You feel yourself, your throat itching. Take some dead flu, man. Lay your ass down. Take some vitamin C. Wash your hands. Exactly. Dead flu is crown royal. Make your ass a hot toddy and shut the fuck up. Wear your mask, wash your hands and your ass. You need Fine. the heat up to 90. Exactly. Just sweat it out. Sweat that shit out. Sweat it out. And shut the hell up with all this bullshit. Like, they tell you, okay, you can't come in some place unless you wear a mask. Wear a mask. So what? Is it stopping people from getting it? No. Is it stopping people from spreading it? No. But if you feel sick, stay your dumb ass at home till you feel better. Take a multivitamin. Take some fucking, what's the shit that, um, that you rub on your, the, 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 rub, rub that on your chest, sweat that shit out, man, like, it's, it's the goddamn flu, like, that's it, there's more unemployed people right now because of this shit than it is people that died from this shit, so shut the hell up, man, Just feel better, and drink till the shit passes, that's it, I had the shit already, I went on a cruise in March and came back, fucked up, I wouldn't go to the hospital. <laughs> Fuck that. Just dead fruits, crown ropes, swept that shit out, and I was okay. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so so. <laughs> hey, so during that time, did you see anyone? Like when you were sick, did you see anyone? Like during like the next fourteen days, you know? No, I stayed. Right. I stayed at home. Uh-huh. Like I had it when like all the shit like mm-hmm. hit hard. Where yeah. no toilet paper nowhere. Like mm-hmm. the, the the grocery store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Like rent like <laughs> so I had it then so yeah. I was just at home uh-huh. so I just I took medicine I took medicine and I got better yeah that's it <laughs> that's it what do you think about these COVID parties the COVID parties like all the you know like 20 30 year olds are, are like, like they're all together so what happens is like someone has COVID right mm-hmm. so like 
a bunch of like their friends that are in twenties and thirties. They all they all go to the place and they all have party. They're all drinking. They're all hanging out. That's, that's, a, that's a thing. That's a thing. It's COVID parties. COVID parties are different. Have, have you been to a COVID party? I've never have you been to a COVID party? You know he is. <laughs> no comment. He said no comment. Oh, he said no comment. Have you been to a COVID party? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a thing. Wait. So there's one person like. Like what happens? Do they all hang? Like do they stay away from him? Do they hang out with them? Like what's happening? Well, the party I went to wasn't specifically a COVID party. It was just a party that happened during COVID. But he's protecting himself. I like that. Like his friends gonna see this. The actual COVID party is so everybody can catch it and then build a herd immunity, which is what they're calling it. That's what oh shit. man, that sounds. Oh crazy. man, I thought okay. I thought the reason why they did it was like just like a fuck you to like you know people are saying oh yeah you know COVID whatever. I thought that I thought that was the reason, but is it really the reason that they want so that they build an immunity yeah. to it? Yeah. The one I went to was more of like a kickback. It wasn't like that's uh-huh. what they call it. Now. Do they did, did you know? <laughs> did, did they? <laughs> I don't. I never <laughs> know the difference. I've never known the difference. This kid man is not a party. You know the shit that you do at a party, but it ain't a party. The kickback is you doing what you do at a party, but slower. Dude, I don't know any of this. I'd say, like, around the same age, but I don't know any of this. Like, I go to the gym. You know, people say, yo, I'm going there and I'm going to get swole. I'm like, swole? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you know, No, no, okay, here's another one. Wolf. I don't know. Oh, you I, know thought, wolf, I thought wolf was a term that black people used to describe white people who understood stuff. You know, I didn't, like, now it's like, woke is like, like, hippies are just using the word woke to talk about everything. Like, it's just being you used know. out of context now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. So you agree, you agree. That's, that's what it's meant before. It was, it was, it was it once white people started saying, I yeah. fuck. Like, 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 we had to start from the Right. Like, women right. with the yoga pants and they yeah, just woke on the back of right. the Stop that, bro. Stop it. Stop it, white people. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought woke just meant, you know, yeah. from when you were asleep and you, you opened your eyes. <laughs> I'm awake. I'm not only woke. <laughs> My friends will say woke. I'm like, what is it? What the hell is woke? Yeah, you, can't, you can't hear it from white people. You're not going to understand it right It's not going to make sense. So, so white people start from black people, that's what happened. It's like when white people started saying bling bling, like we just completely stopped fucking with it. <laughs> right. Yeah, we just quit fucking with it. Now what happens when you see a black person say bling bling, like what do you think of them? It makes anybody still say bling bling in 2020. You shoot yourself twice. Because <laughs> they ain't woke. <laughs> they ain't woke. Please die today. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Listen, guys, this is only uh, uh, a sample of what Anton can do. Uh, Tickle Me Comedy Club is going to be open up again in the fall, and we want all of you guys to be there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're going like, to have a temporary location until the governor allows, you know, phase four or whatever. But we'll get it. a Secret Service comedy show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Just somewhere in the alley somewhere. <laughs>
Yo, hey, Sonic, put the show at your house tonight. Yeah. You got the ladder and the host. Yeah, I gotta go through the kitchen to get in. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, so, yeah. I, I want to thank, it's the end of the podcast, but I want to thank you for, you know, coming out and, uh, and being on the podcast. And, and, you know, we're going to have the shows in the fall. We're going to have Anton there. And I hope you guys come out. Thank you for always paying me on time. Always <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, so you have, you have, so what happens, like, what do you do when the bookers can't pay you on time? Or they oh, can't pay you that man. Day? What do you do? I whoop their ass. <laughs> no, really, what do you do? I whoop their ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Nah, they, I, I usually try to get at least half my money up front. Okay. Like, I don't trust you. Uh-huh. I'll be like, I need a deposit. Like, period. Right, right, right. Yeah, I had to learn that. Work for deposit. <laughs> I ain't just gonna wait for you to count on what you make at the end of the night. <laughs> Fuck you. you know, I told the jokes off. <laughs> Anton, what had happened was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I will beat the shit out of you. Oh, on that note. Uh, <laughs> on that note, you know, we want to thank uh, In Color Studios. Uh, we want to thank the Blue Zone Comedy Tour for sponsoring us. Comedian Anton Knight, folks. I know Isaac Israel, Billy's not here, but uh, see you next week.